civil discourse. My name is Caleb. I'm the new host of the podcast, joined by Kimberly Lyons. Hello, Caleb. Glad to have you. Yeah, well, I'm glad to be here. Uh, Today is Friday, February 25th, 2022. Uh, just a reminder that the Student Spin Podcast is a sister media to the Six Mile Post newspaper at Georgia Highlands College in Rome, Georgia. The views of the podcast do not represent those of the Six Mile Post or Georgia Highlands College. Um, well, you know, obviously there's some pretty major news going on right now. Um, right. A couple of days ago, Russia um, officially invaded the country of Ukraine. Um, it's a larger topic than I wanted to tackle on my first podcast. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the only right thing to do is to talk about it and to, you know, make sure everyone's up to date, up to date and, um, and knows our opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have anything that you want to say about it or? So to start, Russia has been chomping at the bit to invade the Ukraine for a very long time. It did not start a few weeks ago or a few yes. months ago, this started decades ago. I believe it has always been an issue. They took Crimea in 2014, I believe. Yes. So um, that was kind of, from my understanding, that was kind of the first, uh, one of the first things they did to sort of right. indicate that this was their right. goal. Well, and as we all know, Putin has no qualms about doing whatever he wants to do. Correct. Um, as witnessed by, I think it was an ambassador several years ago that he had killed in a different country Mm -hmm. that um, he absolutely claimed he had no qualms claiming it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. I did Mm -hmm. not agree with him. And so he is now dead. I think what we have witnessed, though, is possibly the beginning of World War Three, in my personal opinion. Um, I think that's very possible. Um, I think we're getting into a mess where even allies are going to conflict over what happens next. I guess that's, uh, yeah, I mean, the my hope is that, um, you know, there is a an organized effort, um, you know, on the part of NATO and the European Union and America, of course, as to how to best approach this unfolding situation um my my opinion is largely the same as yours uh you know i'm no fan of putin (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i mean you know i it's uh, i i think joe biden said yesterday you know putin is the aggressor you know in in this situation like there's no there's no way around that it's strange how just out in the open it is too Right. That, that's sort of what it's, it's kind of throwing me for a loop. Like, you know, you, you hear about these international conflicts and, and there's a lot of gray in, in, in a lot of them. Right. But this is not this really is, a black and white. I mean, this, this is, is a black, black and white. white. Is, there's no gray. There's, it shouldn't happen. <laughs> exactly. You, when you have missiles flying into buildings right beside home, there's a TikTok mm-hmm. video that went around. I think um, I think it was a TikTok video that went around mm-hmm. yesterday of missiles, a, a plane shooting missiles into a building beside mm-hmm. a home that had a mother and her children in it. Yeah. Like it's, it's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay. Yeah. Um, and the, reasoning behind why he wants the ukraine it's just it's purely Uh, uh, right purely selfish it's not anything to do with anything where he's going to help anybody or it's going to be a better situation it's none of that yeah he is claiming that he's doing this for the citizens of ukraine that you know the government of ukraine is is the bad guy but in the very next second, he's shooting apartment buildings full of citizens. Before, many decades ago, I'll let you guess which 
infamous World War II leader said the exact same thing mm. or had the exact same intentions, right. quote unquote. Right. It's it's a very, very bad situation. Yes. And it has also impacted the U.S. already. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking earlier today about gas prices. They shot up from what, 319 they to were, 349? They were already going up. And yeah. then this happened. And then it says that the, uh, you know, it, it's as high as 360 in the state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's just going to go up even higher. Um, the national average is $3.57 as of about 20 minutes ago yeah. <laughs> when I checked. So, yes, uh, I, I'm personally glad that I filled up my tank a couple of days ago, but that's going to be the situation for. I'm sure the foreseeable future there's there's talks of, you know, cutting into our own reserves. Um, but, you know, there's obstacles in that that personally I'll have to do a little more research on. But um, there's certainly talks in Congress of, of, you know, how this is going to affect basically everyday life in right. America. Well, and that's the thing I think a lot of people don't realize and that I want our listeners to realize is that a lot of times we think, oh, these things are happening so far away from us. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't really apply to me. It doesn't apply to my life. But they do. It's yeah. like the butterfly wing, the butterfly effect where, you know, Love that, movie. that is a good movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm referring to a butterfly flaps its wings in Costa Rica and, you know, mm-hmm. weather is affected all over the world. It just right. it's something you need to know about. You need to keep up on these things, even if mm-hmm. it's not in superb detail. Right. You need to know what's going on because otherwise you're caught off guard because I was at work all day yesterday. Me too. And I realized on my lunch that Ukraine had been invaded, mm-hmm. but it didn't occur to me because I was focused on something else mm-hmm. that gas prices were going to jump. So I went to the pump, I started filling up, didn't even look at the price. And I realized it's $75 for my tank for 20 gallons. And I was like, well, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. And I looked down, I'm like, three sixty a gallon? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, it's just one of those things. It's, it's an immediate impact and right. there are going to be other impacts and we're going to have to look at, you know, have we, are we about to go into something else? Mm-hmm. You know, we just kind of pulled ourselves out of the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Are we about to enter into something else? Right. So, And then and too, even if you are comfortable in, in your situation and you don't really care about gas prices, I mean, you know, just the fact that so many people are being, Ukraine is a big country. Yeah. What was it? 40 million mm-hmm. people? Ukraine is a very large uh, country in Europe. And, you know, this is, you know, we're not talking about some tiny, you know, even if it was a tiny little uh, territory, it would still be horrible. But, you know, just the sheer size and the population, um, you know, this is going to affect. It may affect people around us because I don't think we realize how many Ukrainian immigrants are already here. Mm. Um, There's actually one famous one that I know of only because I'm an old fogey and um, a mother. I don't know how many of you have heard of Christina Kuzma, but she is actually from the Ukraine originally. Okay. So this impacts a lot of people. And I am in a, so I don't know how many people know this, but I just graduated with my associate in communications in December. Congratulations. Um, thank you. And I am currently doing an internship here so I can stay on the podcast, but I'm also in a Facebook group for marketing communications, women of Atlanta. <laughs> and somebody put a post up yesterday. It was an excellent post of if you're in corporate America right now, you need to be sending out an email that says, if you're 
from the Ukraine or have ties to the Ukraine, we stand with you. Mm-hmm. We, if you need to come to us about, you know, taking the rest of the day or need some kind of accommodations, let us know because this is personally affecting to them. Right. It is something that is like a death in the family. It is something big to them mm-hmm. and they're still having to go to their work day. Yeah. So it's something to take into consideration if you don't know who around you is from where mm-hmm. um, and how this is impacting them. We, we don't want to be too judgmental of the people who exactly. you know might be from Russia. Yes. Um, this, like I said... Because ju- they don't currently live in Russia just because they're Russian right. and they're here mm-hmm. does not mean they hold the same opinions and views of their home country. Exactly. And, you know, like like the president said yesterday, this was an act on Putin's part personally, specifically. Um, So obviously, I don't know anyone personally who might be from that part of the world. We might have some students here. Yeah. Um, If you're a student here and you are this affects you personally, this um, situation with Russia and Ukraine. Feel free to reach out to us, give your opinion. Absolutely. Um, you can email us at thestudentsben at gmail.com. T H E S T U D E N T S P I N at gmail.com. Yes. And so uh, we would love to hear from you. Absolutely. If help you want, us understand more. Yes, absolutely. And we, we want to help you with any resources we can get you in touch with. Definitely. We're thinking of you. All right. Well, on to our next topic. Um, do you want to talk about uh, Joe Rogan? Sure, we can talk about Joe Rogan. I was going to say I love Joe Rogan, but that's not the case. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, you can't lie. We should we should be neutral. I I used to listen to Joe Rogan a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I I I really honestly did, and his shows are long, yeah. uh, like three hours long. Yeah, um, yeah, very very much back in the day, I I used to listen to him a lot. Not so much recently. Um, not canceling him. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get into it. <laughs> so Neil Young and a couple other artists right. um, protested Joe Rogan being on Spotify right. uh, because he had some guests on his show that shared some opinions about COVID and other things, but mostly COVID and masking mandates, vaccine mandates, that sort of thing that they didn't agree with. So how do you feel about it? (laughs) How do you feel about it? I probably have an opinion that makes people upset. Um, So I can't imagine. I tend to to have upsetting opinions. It's okay. (laughs) Because I I tend to disagree with both sides on on an issue. Well, Um, that's a good point. It's just where I, where I end up. Uh, Yeah. Um, So my take on it is Spotify is a hosting platform. Mm -hmm. They are not now. Do we want neo-Nazis on Spotify? Mm. No. But I look at it kind of like a library. You go into a library, you're going to find books from neo-Nazis. You're going to find books on very unpopular topics. You can either read that stuff and learn from it, Mm -hmm. leave it on the shelf, whatever you want to do, but you don't want to take it out and burn it. That's just my personal opinion. Right. It, it's just, we're going to have differing opinions. People are going to have opinions that are horribly wrong. People are going to have opinions that are very controversial that mm-hmm. you vehemently disagree with. Right. But silencing them, mm-hmm. I don't think is the correct route to go. Yes. Um, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, you know, for that matter, if your bad opinion, we can just call it that. Yeah. 
um, <laughs> is not a matter of record. You can refer to a bad opinion in a book or a podcast or whatever and say, no, this is wrong because X, Y, Because, yes. And if it doesn't exist, then where's the conversation? You know? And my biggest question to people would be, have you done enough research to have your own opinion? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times I hear people mouthing off about things that... If you dig a little deeper, they have no idea about the issue. They're just mimicking and parroting someone else's view on a topic Mm -hmm. because they respect that person. You can respect them all day long and they still may be wrong. Right. Maybe they're right. Maybe they're wrong, but you don't know enough to know. Right. And And you need to know enough to know. For sure. And even I'm guilty of seeing a popular opinion, for instance, and and maybe jumping on that bandwagon because... Hey, this podcaster I really like, or this musician I really like thinks this. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'll think the same way. They have good opinions. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it is very important to, and you might be right. They might be right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you still have to be able to compare that opinion to whatever you're opinionated against. <laughs> yeah. My, my if that view makes is sense. if you are going, absolutely. My view is if you are going to have an opinion and you are going to voice it, especially if you're going to do it loudly mm-hmm. and you're going to cancel people, you need to be able to defend it in a court of law. If you mm-hmm. are not able to defend your opinion well enough to win a case in a court of law, you don't need to be voicing your opinion anywhere. Interesting. Especially not loudly enough to go cancel somebody. Just my personal opinion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, um, I, I don't know if I agree with you on that specifically, but I, I mean, you know, so I've lost all respect for you is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> no, but I mean. All I wanted was your respect. <laughs> yeah, I really do want your respect. Uh, no, you're, I, I respect you immensely, obviously. But I think the fact that because you mentioned a library mm-hmm. and, you know, a library is, I mean, I guess there are private libraries, but mostly you think of a library as a public service. Yes. Right. And Spotify isn't really a public service. I mean, I guess there is a free option, you know, with, with ads or whatever, but it, it, it's a private entity as well. It is. Here's my take on that. Okay. Really fast. Tell me. So while libraries are public, they, a lot of people don't realize they started out private. Mm. Um, and just because something is public in some cases, like a library, I think even if they were private, they would need to, I don't think it would help anybody if we went burning books or banning books or cut books out. Right. Um, I feel the same way about Spotify, just because you don't agree with it. A certain sector doesn't agree with it. Well, then Mm -hmm. you've, if Spotify allows that to happen, then they've let one side dictate what is being heard. It's setting a precedent. Yes. Okay. And I think, in my opinion, again, Spotify made the right call. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I do. Um, just because you don't agree with somebody and don't agree with their opinion. And I know they're saying spreading misinformation, but I also feel like within the COVID or any type of scientific community, there's supposed to be questions asked. There are mm. supposed, to, supposed to be disagreements. That's a scientific mm. process as part of it. So silencing those just because you may not agree with them, it's just not a good precedent to set. Right. And I mean, since COVID is such a an ongoing process of, you know, learning more about it. Right. You know, there is, I mean, we've seen throughout the pandemic, like general consensus changing, which is normal. You know, I I don't want to say like, um, you know, they were wrong the whole time because 
that's what the scientific process is, is discovering more information and changing right. how you how you interact with the world, you know, if, right. in the case of pandemic. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- that doesn't change the fact that it's still a very ongoing issue and right. we're still learning. It is a real it. virus. <laughs> yeah. We'll just go really? ahead and state it. There are people that think it's not. Right. It is a real virus. Mm-hmm. It is and harmful. It does kill people. It has affected communities. Mm-hmm. My uncle Bill, who is older, who just died from COVID last oh, week. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, it has touched me personally. I have friends who have got, I've had COVID. I do too. Um, but I think sometimes, I think sometimes the way things are portrayed to us when somebody wants us to do something specific is not the way that things actually are. Simply because we have a lot of, are there some people who are strong and get this? There are people who are strong and get the flu and die. Yeah. But we're not so focused on the flu because there was a major pandemic back in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. This is kind of our same thing. Do we treat the flu like we're going to obsess over every case mm-hmm. at this point? No, we do not. But we're still new to this one. We're still learning. But I think wishing people that don't follow government guidelines for COVID that they die. Oh, I think we're absolutely. <laughs> I Yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> we've got to have respect and compassion within. Yes, I, I absolutely. The conversation. Uh, you know, I've. I've been following masking, well, suggestions now, uh, mostly, you know, I've had all my vaccines and everything. So I'm personally a little more lax on the masking things. uh, (laughs) I am because I'll give you my personal opinion. If you are wearing the blue surgical masks, Mm -hmm. it's doing absolutely no good. And you're probably going to give yourself because you're just trapping the germs between your mouth. Yeah, if you especially if you reuse it, which Um, I probably did a couple um, times. Yeah, because it's just you've got gaps open. If it were going to solve anything, flu would be, would have been just about non-existent. And that was not the case. In 95 masks, I think those are absolutely mm-hmm. more of a solution. But we have a production problem. So right. you're asking people to do something that they may not even be able to do. Right. And also people hem and haw about it. But there is a real problem with I'm one of the people. I cannot wear a mask for more than 20 minutes, probably at a time. I just, I start to hyperventilate. I get sweaty. My yeah. face sweats. It's just, it's horrible. It is. And it, I, it is a horrible experience. <laughs> so it's, it's something that affects people. Especially when you're working. If you have this problem, it makes it hard to go work a job that requires a mask. Mm-hmm. So now do I want to get people sick? Absolutely not. Am I going to keep my distance from people? I did before the pandemic. Thank yeah. You. I don't like people anymore. Um, don't touch me. Don't get near me. Don't get in my <laughs> Bubble. I will wear a hula hoop. Yeah, um, yeah. With spikes the on six it. Six feet distance. It's in the air. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, no, I don't want you breathing on me. Please do not come and breathe in my face. Yeah. But I, I just don't think we have any. I think what we're doing currently and what we've been doing is something that just makes us feel better. I think that. First of all, I think multiple things can be true, yes. <laughs> believe it or not. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I and I mean, you know, it's it's hard to say at this stage in the pandemic since, you know, it seems like everything is getting better. That was me knocking on wood. Well, I mean, we've got we graduated from what um, was the COVID-19 then it went to. We had what Delta, Delta Alpha, Alabama. Omicron, mm-hmm. um, and it just keeps, it's something that keeps mutating. Right. And yep. the thing with a virus, one of the things I was told in elementary school, I remember mm-hmm. in my science class is 
there will never be a vaccine for a virus mm. because you can't keep up with it. it Not takes a perfect two. vaccine. No, there was a there will be no vaccine oh, okay. is what we were told. Oh, OK, don't don't buy it. There won't be a vaccine for that. Because it, in your mouth, no, you're fine. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm just older than a lot of the population. And so what we were told is scientifically, it makes no sense to make a vaccine because there's no way you're going to be able to keep up with the mutations and be able to know what mutations there are. And if you look at the vaccine just for the flu, mm-hmm. 20, 30%, I think is what you're looking at that you could, they're guess they're guessing. So can you get the well, vaccine? Yeah, it's, it's, is it going to help a little bit? Maybe. Right. And Pretty it's not that I'm against vaccine. A lot of people, I know there's a lot of pro-vax, anti-vax. Mm-hmm. And if you disagree with one vaccine, you're anti-vax and you're, you're making everything black and white and it's not black and white. Okay. So I, I mean, gray in there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, and I'm not saying don't go out and get the COVID vaccine. Right. I'm just saying we've already seen it mutate and mutate. And then they're like, oh, the second one doesn't work. Oh, well, now you're going to have to get a booster. Well, vaccine is not something you're supposed to get every six months up to this point. That has not been the case. So maybe we're looking at something new where, mm-hmm. hey, we can we can stem this, but you're going to need to. But you're going to need to be honest with people. You're going to need to say, hey, this is different from anything well, we've had. I think that's the biggest sin of this whole thing is that the communication has not been consistent. It hasn't been. Absolutely. It hasn't been reliable. And no matter what side of this issue you fall on. I, I mean, that's just pretty undeniable. Like the communication has not been there. It's right. not been consistent. It's, it's, uh, you know, CDC says one thing, government say another. Right. Um, and now the CDC bends to the government. Like I know epidemiologists were hot, hot. They went to a panel before the CDC and was like, they were like, what are you doing? This is not correct. I also saw a thing where a, a video of a, she heads up hazmat for hospitals. Mm. So she goes in and she leads a team that says, this is what you need to do in case of these infectious diseases. Mm-hmm. It is her job. And she went before a school board and she said, your masks do absolutely nothing. Really? Here's what you can do. Mm-hmm. You can install, but, but it's costly is the problem. And it's not on the, the individual. It is on the, the school and the company and those, the buildings. Well, we kind of talked put about in, Yeah, you can put in uh, air scrubbers and things right. like that. But she was like, your masks are doing absolutely nothing. And that is from somebody that is has a much more qualified opinion than I have. Right. And as so, we were talking earlier about like how oftentimes, you know, issues that can be fixed on a systemic level right. are often not utilized because they're expensive or they're time consuming. And mm-hmm. so instead of spending the time to make your facility safer, you just tell everyone to wear a mask and that saves exactly. you your company or your organization money. And you're putting the responsibility on the individual. Right. Like you said. Um, so yeah, there's, it, it's, it, it is a multifaceted issue. Um, for sure. Um, I, I, my opinion is I do believe that masks are partially effective. I, you know, I probably don't hate them as much as you do. I did have to work in, you know, fully masked for over a year. Right. Physical, sweaty, 
labor. <laughs> um, so if anyone wanted to burn all the masks, it would, it would be, be me. You. It would be you. <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, I, I think that masks provide partial protection um, in certain situations, and it can also serve as a sort of reminder to be a little safer, you know, maybe keep right. a little more distant, you know, right. maybe, you know, if you have your mask on and you pass a Don't hand sanitizer. And exactly. And you pass a hand sanitizer station, you might be a little more, a little more likely to t- take a few pumps of it. You know, I, that, that, that's how I feel. Um, at this point, wearing it is not going to make Omicron go away. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, you now, know, if you're going around extremely sensitive populations and you yes. know you're going to be around mm-hmm. somebody that already has cancer or that has some disease, absolutely put on an N95 mask, like spend the yeah. extra money, find it, get those masks, wear absolutely. your gloves, whatever mm-hmm. you need to do. But as far as good, you know, do grocery pickup. I do things that yeah. just because I don't want to wear a mask and I don't like masks doesn't mean I'm going out and breathing on everyone. Right. Yeah. I will go when the grocery store is least populated or I will use mm-hmm. grocery pick- pickup or I don't want to go in major big crowds or yeah. I did go to a concert and they required COVID testing and I went and got a COVID test before I went. So everybody that yeah. had already been COVID tested, we were good to go like, you know, do the things that that are going to make everybody safer or feel safer. Mm -hmm. Do some of those things. But if you don't want to wear a mask, just make sure you follow not getting in people's faces and not just don't breathing on people. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, that, that's sort of, that, that's my piece on it. And yeah. what, what I tell people is if I'm talking to a coworker or something and they're of a different opinion of me, I just say, listen, I'm not a doctor. You have a doctor. Ask them about it. Right. <laughs> Go to your doctor, say, Hey, this is my concern. Um, what do you suggest? Right. You know, um, that's, I think that's what you're supposed to do. It's if you also, have a health it's concern. It's always okay to agree to disagree. Yeah. And and if you feel so strongly about a certain opinion, you just can't you can't force people to do something they don't want to do. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the crux of it. Yeah. Yeah. As long um, as so they're even not- if you really want them and you really believe I understand. Yeah. Now, if they're being blatantly coming up on breathing on you, please, by all means. I was going to say, yeah, as, long, as long as you're not <laughs> going up and purposefully coughing on. Yeah. You know, people wearing a mask. Yeah. And uh, then say something to management or anyone. Say something. You can speak up and say something, but yeah. don't, don't be a Karen. That's terrible. If you're a Karen, if your name is Karen, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Not for me. I think that's, I think that's great advice. Pandemic or no, just yeah. don't, don't be yeah. a Karen. Don't be a Karen. Like, or what is the, what is the male version? I call them Kyle. Karen's and Kyle's. Don't be Karen's and Kyle's. If your name is Karen or Kyle, I apologize. Yeah. We, we, still we, like need, we need to add that disclaimer too. Disclaimer. If your name is Karen, <laughs> Karen or Kyle, Kyle, we still love you. Well. <laughs> my cousin's name is Karen. I love my cousin Karen. I don't think I've ever... I don't have a Karen in my life. I don't have a Kyle in my life. But. I don't either. Maybe that's why... <laughs> I mean, you do need a car. Uh, oh, it's inappropriate. <laughs> I've never dated a Kyle. That's true. Maybe uh-huh. that would. Um... If your name is Kyle and you would like to hit, <laughs> we'll edit that out. <laughs> you don't. You don't have to because it was funny. But also, <laughs> also, I am not in the. Uh, I'm not on the market. So. <laughs> Unless you want to do my homework for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no, thank you. Well, I, I, I honestly don't know how we got on this subject. We were, <laughs> we were talking we'll, about we'll Joe Rogan. We're going to edit that out. All <laughs> right. It was, it, was a, it was a good discussion. Um, it was. 
Uh, silver lining. That's where we are. Yes. Onto our silver. Um, I just wanted to kind of end the show with with a, a new story. Um, a couple of hours ago, Biden officially um, on Twitter which is a weird, still a weird sentence. But anyway, I uh, confirmed that a uh, Kentonji Brown Jackson is going to be the, uh, the next um, Supreme Court justice replacing Stephen G. Breyer, who is uh, retiring. And she's going to be the first black woman to serve as justice. I think that's great news. It's woohoo news. <laughs> it's awesome news. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know a lot about her. Um, I, I will I, do some research. I will. Uh, we'll discuss it on another podcast. I agree. I. But um, I, that I hope that's good. Now I'm also one that you know, just because you're a woman. I, uh, yeah, I agree, and and I think that I'm looking at your qualifications. Right. So. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people are looking at this and saying, "Oh, well, she's a black woman. That's the only reason she got the job." That's not. I. Yeah. I, I can guarantee that's not the only reason she got yeah. the job. She is qualified. Right. Uh, you know, and if you want to sort of look up her qualifications, that that information is right. publicly available. Right. Um, and she's not there yet. She has to be. She has correct. to go through the confirmation hearings right. and all of that. That's so, correct. Uh, yeah. So I think this is a very good thing. So we'll, yeah. We'll keep an eye on that. And, we'll and it was a nice little, um, you know, like you said, so a positive thing. end to, yeah, to, to our this. controversial views. For a controversial <laughs> and internationally um, significant <laughs> uh, news day. Yeah. Um, all right. This is Caleb. This is Kimberly. And we'll see you in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Dun, 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 d